are tuned in to New Stars with Neil Clark playing the up-and-coming artist first. Hear their stories before anyone else. Coming up on today's show... Stars show. I'm Neil Clark and thank you for joining me. Today I'm talking to a prolific singer, songwriter, keyboardist, multi-instrumentalist and arranger in a wide range of genres and whose music has 35,000 listeners in over 40 countries. Welcome to the show, Jacqueline. Thank you so much, Neil. I appreciate the warm welcome and very, very happy to be here. Well, thank you for joining me. You're Love for music started at a young age by your father introducing you to records of the 1950s, 60s and so on. But were any of your family members musical? Yes. Well, my grandmother sang um, and then my cousins are musical. One of my cousins played on the last David Bowie album. So my cousin Ben. Yeah. And my cousin Clay, he's worked at Rogue Music in Manhattan. I think he still works there. Um, but yeah, he plays guitar. And then I have another cousin who has been doing electronic music. Uh, so he, I think he had a couple of tracks on our Mind Van Buren's label. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's musical people on both my mother's side and my father's side. My father's side, my uncle used to play um, guitar. My uncle used to sing. So yeah, I come from a musical family, um, you know, to to some extent, yeah. So what was the fascination in, with music for you? Well, at a very young age, you know, when I discovered um, different sounds and playing the organ, which my dad had gotten me, a very small organ, my mom and dad, to try out different sounds and to work out chord progressions at a very young age. And they were simple chord progressions then until I started to expand on them later to become more complex in terms of what I was playing. But it fascinated me the different sounds that I could that I could create and then decide what what I thought sounded melodic and what I thought didn't sound dissonant. So I was able to separate those and, and sort of figure out you know what it was that would sound melodic into the next melodic chord and that sort of thing. And maybe it was sort of innate in me part of it, and maybe it was part of a learning process too. What makes a musical piece? complex is it out of choice do you you make something uh complex out of choice or is it complex because that's the type of music it is oh that's such a good question um well i noticed that in smooth jazz there's a lot of in-depth chords where notes are played closely together and there's there's really a more in-depth experience with hearing you know, more of more of the chords rather than less of the chords. And I notice, for example, sometimes in pop music where they just use just, you know, three note progressions rather than using something like seven notes with jazz. So it just kind of depends on the song. I think uh, sometimes vocal melodies can be more complex in that sense. And then vocal melodies can be simpler with fewer chords. So I think it depends on the I think it depends on um, the chord progressions people are using, and maybe sometimes also in other genres they they tend to cross over at times. But that's what I would define complex and simple as. Is jazz because obviously you you focus a lot on on jazz, or you started off focusing a lot on jazz before going or being introduced to dance. But is jazz more complex in the way it's arranged and performed? Uh, I would say. A number of times it is. I mean, I, I actually did dance music uh, many years ago, and um, you know, I've heard I've heard of people who were trained classically doing dance music, but they were able to cross over the classical into the dance. I would say that doing smooth jazz, learning you know the smooth jazz genre more so when I was 
also listening to a lot of smooth jazz art artists for many years, um, really helped, you know, my knowledge and understanding, you know, how to really create my own uh, chord progressions. But in terms of it being more complex, I would say that in a number of, number of times, number of cases, it has been more complex than some of the dance music I've heard out there. So when did you start playing instruments and tinkering about with notes and melodies? Yeah, so it must have been like around the age of nine and ten, I started tinkering around with an organ. But my dad also, in terms of vocals, you know, had me singing to records around that time as well. So I guess it was was kind of simultaneously that I was um, working Mm. on vocals. And also um, thinking around with the organ, with yeah, with music and and that. So was you doing like cover versions, your own cover versions of certain songs of different decades? When I was singing, it was it was singing to you know it was really just singing in my li- living room at the time and singing um, to cover tunes and imitating Barbara Streisand and I'm trying to think Edie Gourmet and um, Debbie Boone and a number of pop artists at the time. Um, and you know other other artists as well. I'm just trying to think. And later on, you know, Layla Hathaway to listen to her amazing voice. Who else? Mesa and uh, Rita Franklin and a number of artists. Uh, Regina Bell. Yeah, a number of artists I listened to later. But yeah, I was I was listening to various artists. Um, and then I came with my own had my own sound. But I was just listening for the techniques that that was in that genre, for example, in smooth jazz and also in dance music as well. Sometimes there was uh, dance jazz kind of mixtures and I would listen to the vocals in those genres as well. But yeah, at an early age, uh, I was I was definitely um, singing to records that my dad uh, introduced me to to listen to. But when I was on the keyboards, I was actually doing my original, I was original music. So I was coming up with um, chords that were original and that I was reading um, by myself. Well, let's have a listen to one of your first songs, and it's You're In My Heart. You're going to love this one.
So I'm in the studio with Jaqueen. She's a multifaceted artist, and that was the, her song, her first song, being You're In My Heart. Jaqueen, why music? Of all the things you could be doing, why music? You know, I love music. I have a passion for it. Um, there's such a good feeling that comes from music. It's definitely something that helps relax me. Um, if I'm, you know, going through a day, I think it, I feel like it's part of life. You know, I, that's, to me, it's, it's in any job that I've done, you know, after hours, I was able to just wind down with my music and it helped also, it, it helped after I listened to music to do my jobs better. Uh, I, I feel that it really had that great effect on me. So yeah, I feel it's part of life. I, I agree with you. It's it's rather medicinal, especially during these times. I don't quite know how you feel, but certainly during these unprecedented times that we're in, music seems to be playing a really, really big part in getting through people, in getting people through mental health issues, their everyday to day life. It's a way of communicating with people's emotions mm -hmm. and feelings how do you how what yeah, you, what's your absolutely. take on on that kind i i think i really agree with you um and i feel that it definitely is a way to you know to communicate with and uh, getting in tune with uh, people's feelings and and how they express them and i i feel that you know music helps people to express their feelings and i that's happened for me in, in terms of experiences or things that I've thought of, you know, in chord progressions for future tracks and what I, what I want to do. But yeah, it definitely paves a way for that, that communicative mode where, you know, I can get in touch with my feelings and also help others um, in terms of their experiences and how they experience the world. Now, your, your music is poppy, soulful and jazzy. How would you describe your music? Um, it's a combination of things. I, I don't think that any one piece is one thing or another. I, I think some of some of the songs fall more into the smooth jazz genre. Some of them fall into dance. Some of them are jazz rock, smooth jazz rock. And then, yeah, some of them might be pure pop or contemporary ballads, things like that. Okay. As I said, you are a multifaceted artist that seems to follow your nose in the music world. Is it that that keeps your music fresh and current? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really important to follow up with places that really accept the music that I do, really like the music that I do, where I can get to the next steps, rather than, you know, people who would not be interested in the genres that I do or, or just not interested in you know, the type of work that I do because they're into, you know, not because they don't like it, but because they're into other genres that they work with on a daily basis. So I think it's really important to follow where my heart is in the music and what I feel is going to work best and really get me to a successful career and where I can follow my endeavors successfully, you know, to get to the next steps of, of who might want to, you know, sign a contract with me and, and just work with me on, on uh, in a future role. Is it really necessary for an artist like yourself to keep on top of the trends of what's changing or or is it it's perfectly natural for an artist to stick in a, in a specific genre? Um, I think it's important to keep on top of the trends. Um, I want to do music that I love, but... Not to say that I'm inflexible either to, to do music. I won't do music that I don't love, but I, if it's a different genre that, that someone asks me to do that's, that's not my typical genre, but I really like the song, then I would, um, look at doing that. You know, I, I don't limit myself to say, okay, this is, this is only the genre that I'm going to do, only the genres I'm going to do, and that's it. Because we also have the audience who likes certain types of music and, that sort of thing. So some companies are catering to what the audience likes as well. So I, I definitely look at that and I consider, okay, well, I've got music that I love. Um, and then there's the audience part of the music they love. And 
how can there be like this happy medium of tracks that are out there and something that I can contribute my best talents to? What genre or genres do you think your vocals would be best suited to? Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely think smooth jazz, uh, dance music, ballads for sure, soft rock, you know, film music, mm. definitely. Also, all of those those genres, not really suited for hard rock. It's not me. Um, just I know what's not me <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, I would say within those genres, uh, I would, I would R&B, I fit very well also. Blues, I would definitely say blues, I think, would be um, yeah. ideal ideal for you and uh, yeah let's take another breather because we've got five songs from from yourself which is absolutely amazing so we'll take a little breather now and we'll play your next song give me a sign well you know i was going through an experience where it was you know you know there was in sometimes you know things in the world are, are not always as perfect as as you want them to be. And I, I, it's very spiritual song in a sense that, you know, I, I wanted people to kind of, you know, see where, where I had really, how should I say, developed that idea. Yeah. It came from, you know, more of a spiritual sense and I was who I was feeling like care for me a lot and who I felt was going to be there for me in my life who was good, you know, friend as well as the, in a way, someone I can rely on, that sort of thing. And then also in the spiritual sense, just, you know, really seeing signs from God, you know, like that sort of thing where, you know, you give me a sign, you know, that uh, things are things are well and, and that someone cares about me and there's, you know, a person that I, I can rely on very, very much. So. so that's where that came from. Okay, well, let's give it a whirl. This is Give Me a Sign. Give me a sign.
Give Me a Sign, and we're with Jacqueline. You've been influenced by many artists from Alison Moye, Annie Lennox, uh, Mesa, Lala Hathaway, um, Lara Fabian, and so on. But is there an artist that has been the biggest influence on your career? Well, um, well, I'd say the combination of all those artists uh, has definitely has been, and more, more artists as well. I feel that their styles, their genres, the genres they sing rather, are just definitely in, in tune with the type of music that I sing and love to sing. And in terms of developing my own style, definitely influenced by the the type of music they've done and the type of vocals, vocal techniques that they've used, that sort of thing. And and coming up with my own vocal techniques, you know, in my own songs, but just being influenced by the vocal techniques of what they, they're um, doing in their own genres, in those genres, rather. What inspires you to write songs? Different things. Um, you know, it could be that I'm feeling a certain way one day and decide that I'm, you know, going to write about, you know, the day or I'm going to write about something in the past. It kind of depends. I, there's various things that that would really um, help me to you know think about what I'm going to do with a song. I'll sit down at the keyboards and sometimes I'll just want to write about just want to write about you know I have a song right now that's writes about nature and and just you know being with that certain person and that sort of thing. It talks about the world and you know just like looking outside and and things being so perfect with you know. In a wish, wishful sense of, you know, there's a park, there's the trees, there's the snow, you know. This this is a song that I, I wrote and I have now, and it's called For Certain, and I'm going to have that one out soon. And uh, it's a smooth jazz type of track. It's very upbeat as well, so it's a combination of dance and smooth jazz. But sometimes I just sit at the keyboards and then decide um, what I'm, what I'm going to write at that moment. And there's times that I've written 10 songs in a night just because I've, I've had that sort of mindset where I sat down and I, I just started thinking, oh, well, I should write about this. I should write about that topic. I should write about that. <laughs> so, yeah, there's been times that I've done that. What comes first, the lyrics or the music? It's uh, It could be either one. It could be the lyrics or the music. It's not always a set thing where I say I'm going to write lyrics or, or that first, because sometimes I'll sit down and write uh, chord progressions and then, then write uh, melody and lyrics to those chord progressions. Like the song for certain, um, I was writing, I wrote the, the instrumental first, and then I wrote uh, the actual lyrics that, and melody. Are you an artist that wears her heart on her sleeve when it comes to writing songs? I, I mean, people might say that that's their interpretation, but not, not always. Um, I, I think that I write about different things. I might write about something that's that's from a different experience. I don't always write about myself. So, you know, sometimes sometimes what I write is some things that I some things that I might be experiencing or have experienced, or sometimes it might be a different experience, you know, or experiences. Let's take another break and play your next song, which is I Really Did Love You. Now this is this is another very heartfelt song, isn't it? Like you know, despite everything, I I did le- I did love you. It's like you know we're no longer together. We've parted, but just to let you know, I did love you. Yeah. That's what I get from this song. It's it's very your slow songs still have that a little bit of upbeat to them, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, when there's drums to them, especially you know maybe that's um yeah the drums definitely help you know to create that upbeat sound but i have other ballads that i'm doing that are without drums craig levy of little pioneer side house he he has done the drums on many of my songs or all of them at least these on these and then on other songs uh i just do i'm doing the um all the other instrumentation you know the keyboards and all that and then craig would do the drums so most of the time, unless I invite other musicians in, which I have on a couple of songs, like Give Me a Sign, I invited Scott Marvel in to play guitar, and I invited um, Craig Levy to play bass on that one. And then there's been other songs like This Is The Day, where I invited five musicians, Naomi Andrians, who played tenor sax, Eddie Berg, who played alto sax on that, Donald Waugh played bass on that, 
uh, Scott Marble played guitar, and then uh, Flying with the Wind that Matthew Speckman played. He played trumpet and flute horn, and Curtis McCain and You're in My Heart played percussion. So various times I have invited musicians in. Um, many times I'm doing my own thing, but there's times that I've I enjoyed inviting musicians and look at us now, Scott Marvel playing guitar. Excellent. Well, let's have a spin of the song, and it's I Really Did Love You. Where were you when I was there? Did you ever experience what I feel? You don't have to say a word. There'll always be a special place. In my heart for you We're back. It's New Star Show. I'm Neil Clark. I'm with Jaquine. And um, tell me, Jaquine, you got your uh, break with a producer and was introduced to the dance genre. How did that all come about? Yeah, so I worked with someone named Michael Buck, and he introduced me to Maxi Records. I entered an audition and sang a track, and then Maxi Records um, wanted me, so production deal was signed and then then I ended up doing the, the track with them and then from there uh, ended up uh, getting a number of production deals like seven of them I think it was uh, from different labels and then they had different songs each label knew about each other um, no songs coming out at different times but yeah then I I was I was introduced 
you know, to other people. And then, then I, I had uh, tracks out on King Street Sounds, and then I had something on Strictly Rhythm, and they were distributed, I think, by uh, a major label at the time. But yeah, so I started to work with various producers, and then I was written up in Billboard and written up in Dance Music Authority and, and some other magazines as well. It's like your life exploded into multicolors, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it was just, it was one right after the other that it happened, and, you know, really, you know, the music was, was being played on various uh, radio stations, but as well, a lot of DJs were spinning the music too, um, in different countries, I believe it was, well, different, it was, it was domestically, but I also had something licensed at the Cannes Film Festival in 13 countries, a song that I co-wrote, uh, I wrote and invited a producer who, Oxygen Music Works, who had a, a deal with Dig It International at the time, um, so he produced the track and yeah, he ended up license, licensing that music in 13 countries. Wow, and 35,000 listeners later in over 40 countries and here you are. And that was the Cannes Film Festival that he licensed. Did you really think or did you expect your music side of things to take off as as well as they have? Um, you know, I, I didn't. I left the music industry for a long time. I left for years because it was really putting my heart and soul into something where I I was trying to see where the revenue would come from in addition to just the journey of, of, you know, having fun with it and also enjoying what I was doing. And it sort of became a chore in the sense of, of doing it and then not seeing the revenue. But I, then I, you know, I had a, a different mindset about it years later and decided that I was, I was going to take a different approach and I was going to follow through only on things that I felt where people were interested and not follow up where people weren't interested and, you know, trying to say, well, maybe you could be interested. You're not interested. And, you know, I didn't want to follow up with on, on, you know, things, uh, you know, activities rather, you know, where it just wasn't getting me anywhere, you know? So I just decided to take a different tact on that. And, and that's where I feel that, you know, the progress has come from and the progress is moving forward to this day. Now, your music has taken a bit of a turn, really, hasn't it? Because now it's got the attention of the TV industry and the film industry. Yeah, it has. Uh, so I, I just worked, uh, finished a track with someone who um, has had a lot of logos on TV. So that's very, very exciting. And then there was there's someone else who approached me who he's asked me to write music with him. Uh, so now it's, yeah, I'm getting noticed definitely in the film and TV industry and people are starting to, to take a look at what I'm doing. Some of the music will fit that industry. Some of it, they look for, may look for other things, but it kind of depends on the briefs that they have. It depends on what films are coming out at the time, if it's the right track at the right time, that sort of thing. But yeah. When TV or Mr. Film Producer comes to you and says, can you write me a track for this scene? Do they give you the scene to look at for you to put your or start to piece together a, a melody? Or yeah. is this something they tell you what the, the scene is about and then you go off and come up with something and see if it fits? Well, my experience has been, I mean, from one of them who had asked me to write a 90-minute film score. He described the film. He sent me the script so I could see what the story was about. Um, but he's, he sent it to me after he described it in a synopsis, and then I started to write something to it. So I had come up with four progressions, and I came up with the after the effects to it and different things that I was writing to it, and it was instrumental. Uh, but then I, I did do a vocal version, and I did um, also second versions of, of it, like second type of tracks, which were more based on that track, but they weren't the exact track of what I did on that instrumental. Um, so I started to write, write a, a, a varied version of it. <clears throat> but I did the instrumental first, and I did all of the different instruments in it. The one thing that I did drums in that, because I can do drums to some extent, though I don't, it's not my forte to do drums, uh, but I can do a little bit of drums here and there. But I tend to do other instruments better. So I did do some drums on that and then yeah, the other instruments around it. 
So yeah, I would say that um, my experience has been that, you know, and I've heard they, they give you a brief or about a synopsis of what what the scene is about or what the, in this case, what the film was going to be about and then um, what he was asking the director to put something together. Well, let's have a listen to a music score of yours called What I Feel Inside. Well, the next time you're sitting in a cinema, then you could be listening to something made by Jaquine. Um, Jaquine, if you could perform with any living artist, who would it be and why? Well, yes, I would 
there's a couple. Can I name a couple? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. So Pat Metheny would be definitely one of them. He's always been someone that I admired his music very much. I would be over the moon if I could perform with Pat Metheny, or if I was sitting in an in a, in a uh, in an audience and they were performing one of my tracks that I wrote for Pat Metheny or I wrote with him, mm-hmm. that would just be amazing. And Peter White and Brian Culbertson. Definitely. I mean, would love to to work with them. And also there's there's others that, you know, there's so many, so many others. Um, cool in the Gang and, you know, Earth, Wind and Fire and just so many others. Uh, you know, Shalimar and, and um, Shack Attack. Wow. So many groups. Yeah, I, I love so many groups and it would just be amazing if I could... Um, so where do you go from here yeah uh, well you know the the collaborations um continue and i i'm going to be working on as i mentioned i'm writing two tracks that people have given me to write to to sing to so now it's you know one of them he's had music out there and you know he works for a very interesting organization so very you know very prestigious so that's a good thing and then um i have another where, as I mentioned, the major label is, is uh, he's talking, he works on a major label, he's going to be writing, looking to write with me. That's another one. And then I have other collaborators, um, people who've played with famous groups. Um, I have one of those, one of the people in that. So there's, there's definitely a few. And then there's my music where I would look to hire a few musicians to play their instruments. But yeah, I would say that the course forward would be definitely in the collaborations that I'm doing and... Um, also in my own music to try to see where they could fit in film and TV. Excellent. And and also smooth jazz. And where can we get your music from? Yeah, well, our music is on Amazon and many digital platforms. So it's Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, on many. Not everything is on uh, Spotify, I don't believe, or it was YouTube. There's something that was on YouTube. But, I mean, yeah, as far as in the future, I'll be putting – a lot of tracks on Amazon and iTunes and, and my website. I will have a website. I will be, I'm almost done with it. I'm launching my website. And so it's taking me a long time just because I, you know, had so many things to put on it and just how I'm, you know, I was navigating the website and everything like that. But yeah, the website will be available soon. And I have uh, really great surprises that will be, you know, it's going to be nice things to, uh, to see. On wow. That. I look forward to that. It's um, been a pleasure, Jacqueline, having you on my show. And we, I really do wish you all the very best for your coll- your collaborations that's coming up. Um, and I really do look forward to welcoming you back onto my show in the very near future to, to give us an update as to how things are going. Um, oh, I love it. And to see what movies you're going to be appearing on soon. That'd be even uh, – that'd yeah. be even – That'd be really, really great. Um, It leaves me one last thing to say, and that is, Jakeen, you are a new star. And um, I'll be playing your last song being I Feel Love For You. And it's such a brilliant foot-tapping song. It really is. Um, And, um, yeah, I I love all your songs. I really do. And I'm sure... Everyone is going to love your songs equally as much, if not more than me. Um, so don't forget, guys, you can catch up with uh, Jakeen and all my guests on tinyurl.com forward slash show. That's Newstars with a Z or Z if you're in the United States. And uh, also on facebook.com forward slash new stars show that's that's it for another time with myself um neil clark on new stars show i'll be talking to another new star i wonder who it'll be in the meantime from myself neil clark and from jacane goodbye
You capture distance and grace. 